Well, good morning, everybody, and uh, thanks for joining us on Game Changers Devotional. Believe in spite of the evidence and watch the evidence change. Father God, I just thank you so much for this morning, God. And Father, you say wherever two or more gather in your name, there you'll be. And God, we hold on to that promise. And God, we thank you right now for being with us. So Father, move me out of the way. God, say what you want to say. In your name we pray. Amen. A few years ago, I told a story, um, and I feel like it's worth repeating. And it's about uh, a friend of mine who had a neighbor. His name was Lee Ford. And his neighbor was hit by a car crossing the street. The car was going 40 miles per hour. The driver was texting and driving and never saw him. And Lee was rushed to the hospital, and the doctor says he will not make it through the night. This is it. This is it for Lee Ford. As his family gathered around. Well, that night came and went. The next day, Lee Ford was still there. And the doctor said, well, he will not make it through this day. And Lee Ford did. And one day turned into another day, and another day, another day. And the doctor finally said, If he does make it, he's going to be quadriplegic, and he'll be blind, if, if he makes it. And Lee Ford came out of that hospital after a long road of recovery, 100%. And this is the words that Lee Ford said. He said, believe in spite of the evidence and watch the evidence change. And what Lee Ford was talking about was Luke chapter 8, a beautiful story, and I just told my kids about it, but what Lee Ford did was he touched the cloak of Jesus, just the fringes of the garment that Jesus was wearing. And in Luke chapter 8, Jesus was traveling with his disciples. He was on a way to a man named Jairus' house. Jesus was going to heal Jairus' daughter, who was near death. And on the way, the crowds had gathered around Jesus because he had grown in such popularity because of his miracles. And the crowd was pushing in on Jesus, and the disciples were more like bodyguards, pushing people away just so Jesus could walk. And there was a sick woman in the crowd, and she just reached out and just barely, barely touched Jesus' garment. She didn't touch Jesus himself. She touched the garment over his body. And Jesus said, immediately power came out from him. And he turns around, he looks. He said, who's touched me? Who touched me? And the woman comes forward and she says, Jesus is me. And she tells him the story of how she'd been sick for 12 years and no one could heal her of this blood disorder. And immediately, immediately she was healed. And listen to what Jesus said to her. Jesus said, daughter, do you know that you're a child of God? Jesus referred to her as daughter, and he refers to you as daughter and son. You are a child of God. And that's important to know. It's life-changing. And that he loves you. And then after he said daughter, listen to what he said healed her. Listen to these two amazing words. Your faith. Nobody else's faith. Your faith. Do you think faith is important? 
Do you hear what Jesus is saying? Your faith healed you. Go and be in peace. And Jesus continues on to Jairus' house. And the people in the crowd said, it's too late. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Stop. Leave the teacher alone. She's already dead. Leave the teacher alone. Do you hear that in your life? No need to pray. Prayer doesn't work. No need to have faith. That stuff don't work. Give me something real. What, what's the task that I need to do? Well, we're not going to pray. And then Jesus looks at Jerry straight in the eye. Amongst all this noise, all the noise that Jerry was hearing around him, he said, nah, Jerry, you don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. He said, Jerry, you just believe. Two things he told Jerry. Don't be afraid. Just believe. And she will be healed. In other words, he said, fix your eyes on me. This Friday, I called a friend of mine. He's 91 years old. His name is Dr. Van. And I called him to be a voice of encouragement to him, and he was a voice of encouragement to me. And I said, what does a 91-year-old man do during a pandemic when you're among one of the most vulnerable? What do you do? And Dr. Van said, I rejoice. He's quoting First Thessalonians 5. Verse 16 and 18, rejoice. That's what I do. I rejoice always. I pray without ceasing. And I give thanks to God in all circumstances. In all circumstances. And he said, I thank God for this opportunity in my life. It's an opportunity to be still and come even closer to God. An opportunity to learn something new. And you know what he told me at 91 years old? What he had been doing during a global pandemic? He wrote 21 poems. 21 poems of wisdom and of joy and of thanksgiving. And what have, what have you done during the pandemic? Was fear, F-E-A-R, forget everything and run? Is that what an unfaithful generation does? Forget everything and run? Or is it fear, face everything and rise? Which one is it? 91 years old, face everything and rise, and I grew closer to God. What did you do, Jacob? And he said, Jacob, what changed? What changed in your life? How did you turn that corner? in your relationship with Jesus. Tell me, I need to know that. It's important to me. I'm 91 years old and I don't know it all. What happened? And I told a story to him that most of you know if you've heard me talk. God had been telling me, you have to read my word. I love you. I want to know you. I want a relationship with you. And he kept talking to me, he kept talking to me, and I was sitting in a deer stand one day, day before Thanksgiving. I get a call. says, you need to be in Texas. A man's house is burned down. So I go to Texas in November, right after Thanksgiving, and it was my Damascus Road, right outside Tyler, Texas, where I met Jesus. And I saw this man's Bible laying on the end of his bed. His house had just burned. It's a total loss, but his Bible's still there. And his Bible is 
falling apart, falling apart. I looked at it and I said, man, that's like an old John Deere tractor. It's been well worked, well worked. And this man told me, he says, I'm an old friend of Jesus. I'm an old friend of Jesus. I'm an old friend of love, an old friend of peace, an old friend of patience, joy, faithfulness. And he told me about how not only had his house burned here in November, but just a few months earlier, a few short months earlier, that summer, I lost my teenage son in a car accident. His senior year, senior football season, I lost him. And then he said, show me a man whose Bible is falling apart, and I'll show you a man who is not. Believe in spite of the evidence, and then watch the evidence change. Jacob, what changed in your life? Dr. Van, I read God's Word, chapter by chapter. Verse by verse, word by word, day by day, and I felt God's heartbeat, and I knew what mattered to him. Father God, we thank you so much for this day, God. You tell us that faith, your faith, heals, and fear tolerated is faith contaminated. Jerry, as you fix your eyes on me. Faith and fear do not coexist. Do not be afraid. And, Father, we don't want faith and fear to coexist. We want to keep our eyes on you. So, Father, today, what will be our sentence? What will be our sentence today? Can we be friendly eyes? Can we be a kind word? Can we reflect your light? Father God, we pray these things in your mighty, powerful name. Amen.